Back and better than ever, Greeny. Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I've got Brooke Pryor here. I've got Dominique Foxworth. I've got so many here in the studio from the get up, from the get up, from the get up. And guess who's in for Greeny today? Black and Abdallah. Pop, 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 pop. What's up, fellas? What's up? How are you guys? How's the toasted ravioli? What's up, Jonathan? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. And the toasted ravioli, well, I have not had that. Oh, no. I haven't been here long enough for that. Calf left his, <laughs> his Twitter logged in. Oh, crap. <sighs> yeah, crap, he's, crap, out, he's crap. out the door already, I think. Mm-hmm. No, no, oh, he's standing he? right here. He's, he's recording here. a spot He's right hanging now. out. So he can't hear us. He had to leave, but he ran out. <laughs> he's got a flight. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, you think that's interesting? He's going to go see the funniest he man in the world. He had to leave, but he's still here, not cross-talking with us. How about that? You know what? You know what? How about Surprise? this, Chris? Shot How about no this? Shot? Deal breaker? How- okay. Well, that, where that sh- our show's over. Um, <laughs> so I, I would say that at least you have me. And we appreciate that. What should I tweet from Cap's account? He's crap, standing crap, right crap. behind me. Something about uh, his favorite comedian. No, here's what we'll do. Tune in to oh, the a little promotion. Yeah, at Chris. Yeah, does he follow you? Probably not. It's not showing up. Yeah. Well, probably hates, not. Who, probably not. He hates you guys. Yeah. It's not showing up. The great Chris yeah. Black. We know this. And at Adam A. Jonathan, the listeners know. Well, I had to inform them. I had to inform them of that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Coming that's, up. That's, that's. I mean, that's that's how I. And all our crosstalks, which is, I'm just telling the truth. They know. It's kind of funny. They hear. All right, there we go. I'll all put, right, what does I'll, this say, Adam? Uh, hold on, I got to put the Twitch link in there real he's quick. He's right there. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. He's right behind me. I don't care. He's not paying gotta attention. Go. He has you no can't idea. hear anything. Uh, tune go. into the great, in all caps, Chris Black and Adam Abdallah oh, no. coming up right now there he is. on Addy oh, no, He's coming after Abdallah. Oh, I'm no, here up. we go. Relax. Oh, no. Relax. I thought <laughs> no. you had to go. No. You got to go see the funniest man in America. He said no. Yeah, see, it won't let You're me not going to figure out how to do this because this is Twitter's been messed <laughs> up. So don't. T- I had Twitch open. What are you doing? Get out of here. Leave. Oh, jeez. Leave. Jonathan. You're done. Your show's over. Okay, well, well all right. You see what's going on here? Okay, well, See, he's going to take 10 minutes to figure this out because twi- uh, TweetDeck's been messed up. It's not yeah. going to log out. Okay, so I do this. I'm okay, going to retweet so, it before he can delete it. So you it. have to go to Twitter.com. Okay. Now, the- and then now you have to go down to the bottom. Go to the bottom. There you go. Click on those three <laughs> dots. Now hit log out. Now hit log out. Okay, now you can leave. <laughs> All right. Don't shut the window down. I'm using it. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, Cap. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Well, there you go. There you go, Jonathan. Oh, well. Didn't have time for the crosstalk, but returns to (laughs) to shut it down. What are we doing? So he was shutting down your windows? That was happening? Yeah, I've got windows open here. I've got my, like, I come in. First of all, he's standing here taking 20 minutes to clean up his stuff, and we have a two-minute break. He's not staying. (laughs) I'm trying to log into things. You know how it is, Jonathan. Oh, I do. uh, It's the... Uh, let's see. You're you're running out the clock on the situation, right? Yeah. So then, yeah. when you when you pass the ball, there's only a couple seconds left on the shot clock, yeah. and then it's boom. All right, here we go. In for Greeny. Jonathan's on the other side. Jonathan's bringing us in. Boom. And Abdallah's trying to scurry to log in to get his stuff yes. ready as Caps just 
casually leaving the studio, even though he knew that Abdallah needed to use the workspace. How about this that? Is why, this is why I extend my backs on my Greeny impersonation, to yep. give you time yep. <laughs> to log in and get comfortable and wipe down your area and wipe yourself and everything else. My favorite is show. now all the people that are replying that we suck. Oh, no, the, the not cap, tuning in. They the, suck. The cap bots. They're mean to you. Uh, oh, wow. So another satisfied customer, satisfied customer, yep. satisfied Here customer. Here we go. Satisfied <laughs> customers They're everywhere, John. rolling in. <laughs> I love it. It's so People ridiculous. so mad. <laughs> it's, so, it's so ridiculous. Nope. Cap they, bots. They suck. <laughs> God, I, wish I, was that, I wish I was that popular. I would have my, like, J-Hood bots. I don't have cap bots. You can, I don't you have bots. You can, you can, you pay can do for it them. yourself. Yeah, yeah. it's out there. Yeah, I don't want that. You think I they're just organic? Wanna... Yeah, come oh, on. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I really have no idea. I, I just want... You know what, Chris? As in Chris and Ab, you've known me for a long time. I just want to be a dude. Yeah. Just a, just a regular dude. Yeah. You know? That's all. Well, I mean, I don't I, need I don't need bots. I don't need nonsense. I don't need jazz hands. I just want to just be a I just want to be a regular dude like I always am. You fair? guys know you guys know it. Yeah, it's totally fair, and you know how this is. Uh, it, remember a couple of years ago when Twitter went through and purged bots from people's accounts. Yeah, people lost like were, half their there followers. There were people in the business that the the numbers uh, dramatically dropped. As far as followers, yes. yeah, yes. it was like, mm-hmm. oh, but that person probably got that gig because they had X number of follows. How? Oh, are you? That's interesting. Yeah, you lost two hundred thousand followers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where are the odds, couple? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. I didn't say anything. I just said, where are the odds, couple? <laughs> Back after this. <laughs> I'm just saying it's out there. <laughs> you can pay for it if you want. It. Oh yeah, listen, if I need to get like like listen, there was a time here previous management was like uh-huh. you you guys we can't put you on and to give you all this extra promotion because you guys don't have a lot of Twitter followers yep. and people oh, have more Twitter followers yep. than you do. And wait, I, I wait, said, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's mm. that? Yeah, you heard what I said. Oh, yeah. You heard yeah. it. I don't need to say it again. We've been For told real? a lot of yeah. things over the years. Oh, yeah. You didn't, wait, wait, that's a new one. You haven't told me that Yeah, one. it was like we can't give you guys more opportunities because you don't have enough followers and it was like i'll have a hundred thousand followers by the time i leave this room like i'll just pay for it like if that's if this if that's what we're really rating it off of just number of followers i can pay for followers like what do you mean you can pay for followers i could have (laughs) what do you mean what do you mean i'll I'll, it's a hundred bucks it's a hundred bucks for a hundred thousand followers what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean what i mean what do you mean what do you mean dude i had never heard that and like they can strategically add them over time so like you don't Instantly yeah, have a hundred thousand, so, so it's they like don't pour in all at here's once. Here's twenty a right? day for like the next month, right? And then you end up with X amount more followers. This is the reason why that we've had a rage against the machine for decades. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, happy anniversary, but for a long time before <laughs> the new regime, we had this huge <laughs> issue, rage against the machine. I, I had never heard that one. I've heard oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah. I hadn't heard that oh, one. Well, that was... well, guys, you you can't have more airtime because you guys don't have enough followers. Yep. Welcome you... to the business, everybody. Jonathan, you remember those days because it was um, it was like a, a never ending uh, cycle of randoms who were like. Hosting on the weekends, uh-huh. you know, it, it was never, it was never huh. just uh, no, the, no, no, no. But like, <laughs> Fred, Fred was here all the, all the time. Fred was yeah. always here. I, I'm talking about before, like, I'm talking about like 10, 15 years ago when like 
on a Saturday or Sunday morning, it was two random people from like or Indianapolis like, who were just randomly hosting. Or Christmas oh. Day. <laughs> yeah. And that, and, and that, that happened to me one time. That happened to me one time. I go, I'm never working with that guy again. Don't ask me again. <laughs> it's like, I'm here. I'm Muslim. I'm not working. Okay, fine. Don't want me to work. All right. All right. Wow. You remember the days? <laughs> oh no, I do, I do. But 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 the but the notion that they would hold your your social media over your head, oh, yeah. you're not getting airtime, is just is you know it's 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 part of the course in that era of Disney. But that's just yeah mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah, that's yeah. well, I swear there. But well, I, I think it's you know it, isn't it a larger conversation where. We've become very shallow as a society where it's selfie culture, it's likes, it's retweets, and that's all that matters with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. That like all people and, and there's like major studies being done on like today's youth and like teenagers and how their mental health is so bad because a large portion of kids all they care about yeah. is how many likes, how many uh comments they get on their pictures, their selfies. Um but yeah, like it, it, it's crazy because like, you know, you don't even take into question the actual talent that's, you know, being used in a situation yeah. like well, this you guys or, the, story or the caliber like, of a show that's being put on or any of it. it you just, just look at followers be like, oh, yeah. well, that person like it's it's also too like, you know, before you could buy it, we would look at the blue check mark and it was like, oh, well, that person has 2000 followers and they have a blue check mark somehow. It's like, well, you don't. So not taking you seriously. It's like, well, OK, now I can buy one. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like you can buy followers now, you can buy a blue check mark, right? That is correct. And I'll you won't be seeing me doing that. <laughs> the, the blue check mark or the amount of followers does not define who you are or who I am. Exactly. It's not. But, blue, but for blue, some, yeah, blue yeah, check ahead. marks are out now, right? Like it now, once they made it something you can just buy. There's no like, what's the point in ha- like if you don't have one? What's the point in getting one? There is no point, right? Now, it used to be a status symbol where, like, you were verified. That that made sense. You had to, like, apply for it. But Elon has totally messed up Twitter on, on all sides. Like, every third... Jonathan, when you scroll through Twitter, yeah. isn't, like, every third post now a promotional tweet? Mm-hmm. Or, something some, from, or something from Elon that I did not ask for. Well, right. And you, He's up there all the time. Did you see the story after the uh, weekend of the Super Bowl that he called a meeting the next day because he was pissed? That Joe Biden sent out a tweet and it got more response and engagement than his tweets did. Mm-hmm. So then he had them change the algorithm to force his tweets up on people's timelines and for them to reappear. There's this big story. Like, wow. that's what he's concerned about is people consuming his posts. And the guy who told him that he just wasn't popular enough got fired. Like the guy yeah, who had to be like, because, he, had, he had to be like, why isn't my tweet getting engagement? He's like, well, you're not very popular. The, the, they, he fired him. Yeah, the story was that when he called the, meet, the meeting, he thought something was wrong because more people weren't engaging with his tweets. So he thought there was something wrong with the coding. And the guy was like, no, everything's working fine. People just are responding to Biden's tweet more than yours. And he lost his blank and he fired the guy. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. If the president tweets something, someone's going to say something, you know, for or against, and so it makes it polarizing. Of course, it's going to be 
something that people are going to respond to one way or the other. But what it, do you think? Elon's not as powerful as the president or some political figure. But it goes back to like the, the monster he created, right? Because I would say that at least half of those engagements are from bots that are yeah, programmed right. yeah. to engage in political comments, right? So Elon's got a problem with bots. He's mad because a political tweet or a tweet from a politician has more comments, but all those bots are designed to target political tweets. You know, like it's this, mm-hmm. it's this vicious cycle that he's created on his own and he's mad about it. I also don't think it has any commentary on the political side of it. It has a no. commentary on people are sick of Elon Musk. Yeah. Like that, like that's the commentary. Is that like, no one cares? Leave this app alone, man. Yeah, it's funny. Back in the days when Danny was producing uh, our show, they'd always, him and Cap would go back and forth about, oh, the greatness of Elon Musk. And I go, the greatness, Elon Musk. I said, I just want my flying car. I mean, where is that? I want to be George Jetson, and he promised me my flying car. And I haven't got my flight. So I always thought that he was just a, a mess anyway. Yeah, businessman, sure. But I just, if I can't get my flying car, if I can't live like the Jetsons, then screw it. See, That's what I, think, I say. I think, Jonathan, the, the thing for me from the Jetsons that I want more than anything, it's not the flying car. That's too much, it's too much liability. I, I, it, it's bad that I, <laughs> it's bad that I got to <laughs> deal with, you know, worrying about people, you know, cutting me off or rear ending or whatever. Imagine worrying about people that are flying above you and below you. What I want is the machine that gets you ready, the conveyor belt that ah. you just kind of have to stand in, <laughs> in yeah. the morning. That's what I want. I want something. I want the conveyor belt that gets me ready in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't need the flying car. I just want yeah. the ease of not having to deal I with agree. getting ready in the morning or like getting ready for bed at night. Just so, put me through the conveyor belt that showers, shaves, brushes my teeth, yes. and clothes me. Yes, I was. I was going to add that that little dazzling detail of the brushing your teeth, yeah, flossing your yeah. teeth, yeah. you know, the shave, the sh- the shampoo. <laughs> it want, does all that. The want, and it, it messes up. It puts you like in a dress for the day because like you, <laughs> you hit the wrong button. Program you know? wrong. Like you hit the button for your wife and it gets it puts like blast makeup on it you. Shoots it right at your face. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't need the flying car. I don't need that kind of no. stuff. I just just get me ready in the morning so I don't have to. Think Think about stuff. Did well, you we, already, we already worked for Mr. Spacely, so I don't need that. <laughs> He's no longer with us. Uh, did, you, did you guys see the story about uh, Ford? They just uh, they just uh, got a patent where a car, a self driving car in the future, will be able to uh, return itself if you're late on your car payments. Do you guys see the story? We're taking on, away on, jobs from repo men now? It, Come it was, on. It was on social no. media yesterday, no. all over the place. No. We've got uh, automatic car of- repossession no, thank from you. Ford. They filed a patent where the car, if you're late on your payments, will just drive back to the dealership no. and you don't have a car. No, thank you. This you know is. What? Listen, they, we, there are hardworking Americans that listen yeah. to us every day that are repo men and women out there, and those are jobs you're taking away. I mean, that's not a that's not the thirty minutes I want for that special on like FX or whatever the Repo Men. Remember that? It yeah. used to be a special. <laughs> they do that. I think in Detroit or Florida, they would do that and they would take cars away and be the Repo Man special. It was thirty minutes. It was a it was a reality show. It was awesome. I see a comment in the Twitch chat. What if it's in the garage? Could you imagine the car just? <laughs> Breaks through the, the garage door, <laughs> drives back That's to funny. the dealership. <laughs> That's funny. Well, it's All like, right, go, go ahead. ahead. 
No, I was saying it's that episode, it's uh, uh, that scene in Fast and Furious where they control yeah. all the cl- all the cars and all the cars come out of the garage at the same time. You just see how many yeah. how yeah. many people They're are making payments the on their car. There's just all these people be like, "No, I swear I'm making payments." You're just outing people that are cheap. The fifteenth of the month. Broke. Here come yeah. the cars. Oh crap! We're all broke. Send it in the cars. Here they go. <laughs> That's so good. I want to just promote you guys with your uh, Bear Down podcast. Because uh, I, I always want pe- people to know that they can find a Bear Down podcast. I just want to know in this new iteration of ESPN 1000, Home of the Bears, will mm-hmm. you still will you have the Miller Lite shows? Will you go? Will you take the podcast on the road? What's happening? Can you give us a little insight? Uh, we we can't. We cannot right say. Oh, cannot I say. do think there are some uh, things in the works. I love it. I think there's That's items what I was in the works. Maybe some Black and Abdallah. We might be uh, pressed spots. in the flesh. We might be out with the people in the fall. I don't know. It just. It okay. might happen, uh, but uh, I think that's all we can say at this moment. We might be dapping people up. We know. We'll see. Okay. We'll okay. see. Okay. I'm getting we'll people see. ready because I know there's a lot of stuff that's happening behind the scenes, but I know yeah. the Bear Down podcast is a go-to for me. That's why I like to talk about it, but I know something's happening. There's rumbles. There's a, a shake of the stick. Hmm. I just don't know exactly <laughs> what's happening. So that's good. All right. Well, Black Love Dollar <laughs> coming up next. Well, see, Jonathan, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. turn your promotion to the unnamed MMA podcast and try to get Jordan and I out in Vegas. Like, let's do like, like, come <laughs> hey. on, like, like send us to Vegas. Like, come on. Let's... The, the whole gimmick of Abdallah even being interested in MMA is because he wants trips out to Vegas. <laughs> it's, it's not because he's interested in MMA. He just wants those trips. To, and, God, and by the way, God bless you. I think that's a good idea. Dude, it's so funny now because like I'll put one of the uh, the fight nights on and I'll like yeah. be saying something about it when he'll be like, how do you know? I'm like, I don't know how I know this stuff now. I just know this stuff. Like, it's gotten to the point where we've gone through a full rotation of UFC events where I'm, I like, I know names and like I recognize and can give you like history of fighters now. Yeah. I, I didn't know anything about it beforehand. Didn't know a damn thing about it. And now I know, like, I feel like I know too much about it now to do the MMA podcast with Jordan. New episode up right now came out yesterday, previously, previewing UFC 285 this weekend. I'm coming, hon. Uh, hopefully not. Luck <laughs> and Abdallah next. Cap hates you. <laughs> This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. Filling in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Usually you hear us at night, six to eight weeknights here on ESPN 1000. Today we're in for Greeny and there's only one place to start. Here we go! Go, go. Only one place to start. So, Abdallah, we update the latest from the NFL Combine and Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia. Uh, Last night per Adam Schefter, he went back to Georgia. He was booked. Uh, on a pair of misdemeanor charges at 11.33 Eastern Time on Wednesday. He was released at 11.49 p.m. after posting a $4,000 bail. According to online records, uh, he has an arrangement hearing set for April 18th uh, down in Athens. And today he is back at the NFL Combine. Uh, Not sure if he's going to speak, but that's the latest update from Jalen Carter as the response from this story 
has gone all through the NFL, and especially with the Chicago Bears holding the number one pick, does this cloud some of the decision-making on what they want to do to attack the top of the board, where they want to move back, how they want to move this number one pick, and which teams want to move up, knowing that maybe there is a reason here that the Bears may be out on Carter, not saying that that's the case. It just it adds to the conversation around this player, this prospect, on most boards as the number one prospect. And then you could also say on the other side of things, yeah, it probably doesn't matter, right? Like, yeah. he'll have his hearing, whatever, uh, he'll have a fine or this, that, and the other. He'll play football for a team next season, no problem, take the best player available. That That is certainly possible. Yeah, and I think you have to, you know, interview him, whether they interviewed him before or they're interviewing him again or... You know, he did some interviews before he left, and then now he's back at the Combine for some more measurements and some more interviews. Hopefully they haven't talked to him yet and can talk to him now and be like, all right, what you tell us what happened, right? He's not going to talk to the media. So I think you have to have the, another sit-down with him if you're in that top five range, which obviously the Bears are because they have the number one pick right now, and you just ask him, okay, you tell us your side of the story. what, And just be a 100% honest. Like, don't... BS us, like, tell us what happened. Were you racing? What? How much did you have to drink? Because here's the thing, like, if more stuff comes out, it makes him look worse. So just be 100% honest right now. Just let us know. You were charged with two things. You weren't charged with DUI. You weren't charged with DWI. You weren't charged with any of that stuff. You were charged with reckless driving and street racing. So tell us what happened that night. What led up to your choices be like you you would just won the national not like just but you had won a national championship you won two national championships you are about to be a top five pick in the nfl what was going through your head when you were like street racing is a good idea right now right because because what you if i'm an nfl team i'm not worried about the talent i'm not worried about that i'm right. worried about getting that phone call at 2 o'clock in the morning, during the bye week, or in between training camp and the first game, or in between you know these off-season workouts and the start of training camp, when, when teams t- tend to generally worry about their players, right? Yeah. Like every GM is worried about getting that 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning phone call during, right before training camp starts, like in late June, early July, and you're like, hey, we've got one of your players. Okay, so I, I just thought of this, uh, and I'm surprised we didn't think of this yesterday. With Ryan Poles, looking at the prospect, didn't we just go through a situation as Bears fans where there was a player, and I don't think we, I don't know if it's on the air, whether or not we can get into specifics, Hmm. but wasn't there a player that wanted a new contract and part of the thinking was giving that player a huge lump sum of money, of cash, he may not be mature enough to handle that. Therefore, we don't know if he could be a face of the franchise long term. Didn't we just go through this? Yeah, it was Roquan. Right. Like, and I don't know how much of that maybe is just speculation or what the case is. I just like same school, mm-hmm. uh, defensive player, and the thinking with Roquan from what we've kind of perceived is that the Bears may not have been comfortable mm-hmm. giving him a lump sum of money, mm-hmm. making him one of the, the marquee players of this franchise. Maybe there's some uh, questionable things in his past where out late, 
uh, may or may not getting getting in trouble. Yeah. The whole thing, right? Like that played into the decision well, with Roquan Smith, right? That was a part of the conversation. Yes. And what's different about this is he's going to be a first round pick, but it's not a huge sum of money, right? Like when we were talking to Carmen and Yurko uh, about it's it, a, like, it's a lot of money. It's a decent amount of money. It's a lot of money, but it's more reputation, right? Like it's. I'm not concerned about the money that you'd be giving Jalen Carter, and then something happens. It's Ryan Pohl's reputation, right? It's Ryan Pohl's. It's that if something were to happen during his rookie contract, then everyone, you know, like I believe Jonathan Orcap said this in the, a couple hours ago. Everyone, the first thing people are going to say is, well, you could have had Will Anderson and look at what he's doing. Or you could have had this guy or you could have had this guy. But no, you chose the guy that left the combine because a warrant was issued for his arrest and the writing was on the wall and you didn't see it, right? But... But the money to me comes with that, like Yurko said, told us yesterday, comes in the second contract. Yeah, right? of course. Like, but it's not it, a huge it's still a lot of money. It's it not is. like Jalen Carter is going to get a job at Kinko's and he'll yeah. be making minimum wage. No, 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 you no, know, no. Behind a counter somewhere. This like, he's more, getting a lot of money. But this is more about Ryan Poles resetting this franchise with a potential number one overall pick, which will probably end up being the number two or number four or number nine or whatever. Resetting this franchise with. A, a a game changer in day one, possibly in the top four or five picks in the draft. And do you want to take that risk on a guy who lied to police multiple times and was arrested for two misdemeanors? Carter released a statement yesterday before he was booked uh, in Athens that he said uh, yesterday afternoon that, uh, quote, he'll be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. The old, you know, Maybe that's the case, Adam, but the one thing that I think of is law enforcement in Athens would only issue a warrant if they had evidence that his car was racing. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? absolutely. There are cameras on the streets. There's cameras on the buildings. They're, they would have evidence to issue said warrant. So mm-hmm. I would, I'm interested in hearing how he will fully exonerate any wrongdoing. Yeah. If his car, his vehicle, and the plates were ran was in this race that then ended up in a result of two people losing their lives. I'm interested in finding out his side of the story. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. We're in for Greeny today. We'll take your calls at 312-332-3776. We're talking football with you. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Abdallah live and local here in Chicago talking to you at 312-332-3776. Usually we're on at night. Today we're in for Greeny here on ESPN 1000. Matt and Streamwood, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my phone call. No I problem, was asking man. Miller and Aki last night since they filled in with you. Yeah. The same thing. Do you think Ryan Poles is going to have to go to ownership, George and Virginia specifically, and get their blessing if he does choose Jalen Carter? I just like I just said before when Ryan Pace selected, you know, or when he uh, uh, he brought in Ray McDonald and he used the big Fangio to vouch for Ray McDonald's character. There was character issues, and then it got a black eye in the in, for the Bears because it was domestic violence. And the same thing with the Sam Hurd situation and 
the Tank Johnson is just that when the Bears, whether it's through draft or through the pro, for the free agency, they, the character when character issues come involved, it just doesn't go our way because, as Hoodie says, we don't have veterans on the defense right now. We don't have Cleo Mack and Robert Quinn who could take Jalen Carter under their wing right now. And also the defenders and the offensive guys right now, they have their own families to deal with to help mentor this kid when it comes to Friday and Saturday night. They have their own families. They can't watch this kid 24-7 to make sure he's doing right and making sure he's you know practicing, getting the books, you know, studying tape and getting into his you know practicing. So it's just something that the organization right now, we just don't have the foundation. And I just don't want Ryan Poles to select this and, and get George and Virginia upset. And same thing with Kevin Warren that they said, you should not draft it and stake your reputation because he could get relieved of his duties by next year if it doesn't work out. Yeah, I mean, uh, Matt, that's a fair question. I don't think he needs to ask. Would he? Maybe. He will. Uh, but I don't think he needs to. I don't think it would be in the moment, right? It's not gonna. We're not gonna get to draft night, and they're like, "Hey, we tried to move out of four. We're stuck at four. Carter's on the board. Let me call the McCaskey family and have that conversation now with like the clock ticking. That's a conversation that you have, you know, like as soon as the combine's over, after you go to the workout and all that kind of stuff, and being like, "Hey, this is like I'm sure McCaskey is is uh, abreast of the situation." Um, and it's a conversation you have to have with him. That's the, I mean, it's the owner of the team, right? Like you have to go and say to him, Hey, do you think that this is, is this okay? Right. I think that you have the, you have to ask him. I'd say this though. They have real football people running things now. No, I understand that. Like do you Kevin ask Kevin Warren? Do you ask Kevin Warren? Legit credentials. Did you ask Kevin Warren? Yeah, probably. Okay. Of course. Kevin Warren's involved. When, when he was on, what was it with Carmen and Yurko? He mm-hmm. said that. He would take time to learn everything about the the business, uh, the the franchise, and that he would be involved in in the conversations taking place for the, for the draft. I I don't think that that's a surprise. But in the past, you know, Matt brings up Ryan Pace. You know, the structure at that time was the only person above Ryan Pace was George. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But I don't. I wouldn't make it a requirement. I don't think. Personally, that that needs to be a requirement. I don't think it's a requirement that the McCaskies have, but I would, I would be surprised if Ryan Pulse didn't get the approval, especially given the situation. Daryl and Homewood, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, I was calling. Uh, would this Jalen open up more trade offer for the Bears? Because everybody knew that they wasn't trying to go down to the fourth pick. Only a note further than the fourth pick. But if they not add Jalen Carter, you would think more teams would be willing to trade with him because now they might willing to go down to uh, 10 or 12. Yeah, it's a fair question, Daryl. I, I kind of disagree. I think uh, that every option's open and available for the Bears. I don't think they have to stay at four. I, th- I think if you want one of those two top defensive players, you have to be at either two or four. But if you look at the situation and Ryan Paul sees value of, say, a wide receiver in the middle of the first round, why not continue to move back if you have the opportunity? You know, what if there's a player that they have high on their board who most other teams are really saying that that guy's the 13th best player in the draft and mm-hmm. they find themselves moving back to seven? 
I don't, I don't see that being a problem. No, I don't think that it matters what happened with Jalen Carter. I think that if you get a phone call, if you trade back to two or you trade back to four, and then you get a phone call from the Panthers or the Raiders or whoever that say, hey, we want a quarterback there. Give a, we'll give you whatever. We'll give you another 2024 first-round pick. We'll give you more another third-round pick, a second-round pick, whatever. You, you take that. I don't care who's on the board. I think that you look to accumulate as many assets as possible and when you can you do that regardless of who's on the board if that means trading back to nine and getting a wide receiver or 12 and getting a wide receiver or an offensive lineman or maybe a, another defensive player that falls back that far then so be it i need more assets for this team i need more draft picks for this team you can still get an impact player in the middle of the first round you can still get another impact player at the top of the second round if you end up with a first uh, uh, someone giving you their their top second round pick you can get three impact players in 2024 if you find a way to trade back twice and end up with two other first round picks and your own that way you have maneuverability also if a wide receiver becomes disgruntled or a team doesn't want to pay their wide receiver and they need to trade them like that's i want ammunition right for for ryan poles and the only way to do that is to keep trading back regardless of who falls or what's available and people saying that you could trade back twice or three times and still get Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter's not getting out of the top five. Yeah, like, I doubt this it. is not unless more stuff comes out that he was drunk or that whatever. If this remains the worst of it, he's not getting out of the top five. I like, agree with you on that. There, to me, this isn't bad enough for him to lose I don't think he was going number 1 overall because I still think a team comes up and gets a quarterback number 1 and number 2 or and number 3 number 4 maybe he goes to number at number 3 to the Cardinals maybe he goes to number 4 with to the Bears or whoever trades with the Bears the point is he's not falling that far because of this to me this is not in the NFL this is not bad enough for him to move out of the top 5 I like the, uh, you have to add that, in the NFL. In the NFL. <laughs> well, look, here's the thing, though. Here, take it in to the, the NBA. NFL. Look, take it to the NBA. I don't think the Brandon Miller situation is enough to move him out of being the top pick in the, in the NBA. Not right now, no. You're right. Now, the top college pick in the NBA. Wimbenyama, uh, Scoot, is, is, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, is, is, are going to be one, two. He's still going to be the first player selected out of college. He's a top five player. Yeah, he wasn't arrested for anything. He wasn't charged for anything. Like It's the same thing. M- NFL, NBA. These two situations are not big enough to move these players off of where they're going to be selected. When we look at the NFL combine, I, I think a lot of what will kind of go into uh, how the Bears kind of manipulate the draft board also you have to consider what is going to take place in Indy. You know, there there are quarterbacks there, and some are doing more than others. Bryce Young isn't going to throw, but people are very interested in what his weight will be today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if he shows up today and he is only at the 194, 195 that he played at Alabama last season, I think there will be concerns about the size and the durability of the player. Well, he if can't. You, he can't grow taller. He could put on well, that's muscle. Why I, that's why I mentioned the yeah, weight. He could put on muscle, but like when he comes in at five ten, and people are like, "Wait a minute, what now?" They're like, "Wait, is that black back but there?" It, but if it, he puts on the uh, the Zay Flowers, you know, playing quarterback, twenty pounds of muscle in two months in the off season, then then good for him. But that's going to be a little tough. You know, the next pick, C.J. Stroud, the next quarterback on the list. Uh, there are scouts looking at him and seeing whether or not his 40 time will be faster than what they expect. Uh, some 
are saying and reporting on ESPN.com that he could be the best quarterback in the class, but they're worried that he may not be as fast as some of the other dual-threat quarterbacks that we've seen in the past, Justin Fields, Josh Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson, some of the top-level uh, prospects going into the NFL. And then when we get to Saturday, Anthony Richardson will be throwing, mm-hmm. which his stock has risen a, a huge amount in the last couple of weeks. He's a quarterback that was super inconsistent at Florida. Uh, the Gators weren't very successful last year. He had 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions. But the concern with Richardson was that his completion percentage last season was 53%. And, and when you look at first-round quarterbacks that get selected and what they threw as a completion percentage in their final year in college, that is way lower than what you typically see. And so... There are going to be opinions formulated from the combine based on how these individuals perform. Uh, Young's not going to throw. Levis isn't going to throw either, right? Or is Levis throwing? I think Levis is throwing. So Levis is going to throw. CJ Stroud is there. Richardson's going to throw. Bryce Young is there for the measurables, but he's not going to throw. He's going to throw at the Alabama Pro Day. But I think all of that, the intel you get from the quarterback prospects plays into how the Bears are going to be able to manipulate the situation because we've seen uh, the Colts yesterday, Chris Ballard saying, well, you don't have to move up to four uh, to one to get a, get a top quarterback. You know, he's playing that game where like, we could just sit at four and we'll get the best player in the draft. Okay. I'm sure you will. Uh, You see the story from Seattle yesterday where Pete Carroll's looking at quarterback options as that's a possibility to maybe go that route instead Mm -hmm. of paying Geno Smith. So, I think what happens at the combine and then the the pro days that follow could also impact how the Bears play this, right? If we see after the combine that Anthony Richardson ain't it, yeah, like the measurables are there, but he can't throw, then his draft stock will go back to where it was before the last couple of weeks where it started to head uh, north. Uh, Will Levis, if there's something with Will Levis where he's struggling in the workouts, that may be a a factor. And then C.J. Stroud, say He's much slower than what they expected. Maybe that plays into hand. And then, obviously, Bryce Young, we're looking at the weigh-in. Is the body durable enough to be a star quarterback in the NFL? I feel like the only person whose stock can really change for the negative in this combine is Bryce Young if he comes in shorter and, you know, hasn't put on any muscle or anything. I feel like Will uh, with Will Levis, with Anthony Richardson, and with um, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud is going to be fast, right? And when you're thrown to dudes that are wide open, no defenders, you're going to be great. You're going to look good, right? And I feel like with Anthony Richardson, people are going to see like what we saw when he played really well against like Tennessee and Texas A&M and when he's thrown for 500 yards a game and he can just like flick it and, and it goes 50 yards without any effort. Like he's going to look great because there's no one defending like he's not doing he's not running around he's doing all that kind of stuff so i think anthony richardson actually stock goes up during this the only one i think whose stock can go down is bryce young and that's beyond his control because what is he gonna like he can't get taller he can't go in and have the cool uh what do you call it like the calf you put it like cut your ca- like cut your leg what like here oh take, the, the leg extenders yeah. that guys are doing now yeah. the, yeah. the the take the... your i think a quarterback Treatment? i think a quarterback should do this one have time. you heard about this that yeah. guys are doing that take your leg and like cut it here. No. And then add like four inches of bone. Yeah, no. And meat. I don't think that's going to work. And then sew it back up. And then you're four inches taller. 
Just bone and meat. Just bone and like just some, slap some meat. Just in hamburger there. meat. Just put. Just, just slap put some, the meat in. Then do like a skin graft. From you know your, you're off mic. We can barely butt. hear you. That's the idea. Is I gotta yell like it's theater of the mind. Do you know how theater of the mind works? You went to Columbia. Do you know how that works? It's for people that are at home listening. It's theater of the mind. I've got my foot up on the desk, so I gotta yell at the mic. And you take, you put some hamburger meat, do a skin graft from your butt to cover it with the skin, sew it up. Go through the rehab, your money, you're four inches taller. You're all of a sudden, you're 6'2 instead of 5'10. And then you can be number one in the draft, Bryce Young. And all you need for this is four inches of bone. Four inches of bone. And some meat. And some meat. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Welcome to Dollar in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000 in the ESPN Chicago app, live and local. Taking your calls at 312-332-3776. We're talking football. I have a question for you coming up in 10 minutes about the Bears' time frame to win. Like, How long is this going to take? Ryan Poles talked about it yesterday with Captain J. Hood. I want to talk to you about that coming up in 10 minutes. Abdallah, do you have any zoo news for us? I always have zoo news. Well, hello, Mr. Lion. Here's the latest edition of the zoo news. Ah, what do you have? I got two zoo news stories okay. for you, Chris. First of all, we go all right. to St. Louis Zoo. An Andean bear at the St. Louis Zoo is back in his enclosure. An Andean bear. Oh, Andy? Andy. Andy, Andy the bear. A- Andy Dalton the bear, the former okay. bear. All right. Uh, they said the St. Louis Zoo is back in his enclosure after escaping a habitat for the second time. Oh, no. Ben the zoo, or Ben the bear, broke out of the zoo. Zoo, his enclosure at the St. Louis Zoo, and uh, it was not. He was not out for very long. He was out for about forty-five minutes. But this is the second time hmm. that Ben has taken a stroll outside of his enclosure. <laughs> a stroll, a stroll. There's pictures of him just walking around the zoo. They they locked the zoo down, and that was it. And we all know, like Ben, much like other animals, sure, they don't like being in their enclosures. No, they want to be let out. They want to be let out. Yeah. Let us out. Let us out. Let us out. Let us out. The zoo. The Andean bear is uh, the Andy habitat the around, yeah. the, around the Andean mountains, <laughs> mountain forest to coastal scrublands. I don't know what a scrubland is. You know, it, it's the, the area where there's uh, short little bushes. Scrub- and scrubbery? Yeah. It, it, you know, it's it's down towards the bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. there's a valley where, where it's located. Yeah. And then the, the rest of the mountain goes up towards the sky you're talking about lower yeah i, I feel don't like, know if that's factually true or not i, feel I, I like think a, just think it sounds good i feel like a bear is pretty easy to capture right you just they don't move very fast like you just kind of surround it trank oh, bears it. are fast no no no. i'm saying in this enclosure right like in this situation however chris we go to omaha nebraska okay we got more zoo news well i wonder what's new with the zoo baby yeah a zoo in nebraska said it has recaptured a cheetah that escaped from its primary enclosure on tuesday oh geez According to the Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium, officials at the zoo learned the cheetah had escaped around 3.40 p.m. Uh, the cheetah was still behind the public barrier, so no one was in danger. Oh, that's good. But you never know. Cheetahs are fast. They're frisky, so it could have uh, gone up there. Uh, officials were notified as the cheetahs escaped the activated emergency protocols because, once again, Chris, yeah. this cheetah, must like, much like Ben the Andean bear, does not like to be in its enclosure. It wants sure. to be let out. They want to be let out. 
the five-year-old 60-pound female cheetah. Gretchen? Gretchen. Who named this cheetah? Gretchen. Gretchen. Gretchen the cheetah. Gretchen. And at one point, Gretchen Gretchen apparently laid down and then responded to the animal care team. You know Gretchen. She lives in Pilsen. Okay. She lives over there in Pilsen. She makes her own deodorant. Okay. Just saying. That's what she's named after. Omaha Zoo CEO Dr. Louis Padilla quick, uh, credited the quick response by zoo staff to their regular drills. They practiced these just in case, and this was a just in case, and they actually got the cheetah. Now, what I'm saying is a cheetah, that cheetah takes off. They're lucky that Gretchen decided to lay down and take a little nap after right. afternoon tea because this cheetah gets out. Cheetahs, I don't know if you know this, I read zoo books as a kid. Cheetahs are fast. Cheetahs are the fastest animal. The fastest animal's alive. Yeah, and they can jump. They can jump. They, they can, can jump. They, they can, can pounce. Run. They can do the, do it all. They can it, do everything. It's a great prospect. Yeah. You know, if you're, you're looking at the cheetah at the combine, that's top pretty of the good. Bo- top of the board. Pretty good. Top of the board. And that, Chris, oh, they're, they're, is yeah. what's new at the zoo. That's uh, zoo news. That's what is new at the zoo. No, and shout out to Note, a great listener of the station. Uh, he sent us a zoo news song. Well, hello there, Mr. Black and Mr. Abdallah. Oh, we love it when there is zoo news, but those animals must have the blues. We can practically hear them shout, let us out, let us out, let us out. The zoo is overloaded. That's all I got. That was a nice little song Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. Note Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There's the zoo news. That's what is new at the zoo. Black and Abdallah, weeknight, 6 to 8, here on ESPN 1000. How long will this Bears rebuild take? Do you have the patience? Four years? Five years? Mm. I don't know if I have the patience for that. Mm. I'll tell you what. You know what's easy? Tearing down. We'll talk about it in two minutes. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports.